We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive. <laughs> Welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies or Netflix series again. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by a man who is the top chef in Hell's Kitchen. He makes a mean spag ball. By mean, I mean it'll punch you in the face. It's Chris. Hello everybody. It's not hard to be the best chef in Hell's Kitchen because, you know, it's Hell's Kitchen. Everything's run down, derelict. Poor food hygiene standards. Yeah, the second best chef next to me is um, someone who works at the back of a van selling roasted rat. Mm, delicious. I know. Lovely. Now that you've revved up our appetite, I can satisfy you with some tasty news. This food news <laughs> metaphor is, is not going it's well. terrible. Uh, yep. Let's kick off with some trailers, Chris. Baywatch, Captain Underpants, uh, all got trailers. I did tell you about these. I did forewarn you after a couple of weeks ago you had a little bit of a rant at me. <laughs> and I've been telling you, did you watch any of them? I read your text. I went to YouTube. Uh, the Baywatch trailer popped up on my home screen. I didn't search for something else. <laughs> went onto a YouTube uh, journey, you know, when you click the next recommended video. Ended up looking at uh, something of a dog. I can't remember now. Okay, so you didn't watch them. That That's no, fine. Yeah, I know Baywatch is going to be a comedy. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what Baywatch looks like. It looks like 21 Jump Street, but with lifeguards and two Channing Tatums being The Rock and that guy from Glee. Not Glee. High, High School, School Musical. Musical. That, that guy, his name escapes me. But it looks like that. Zac Efron. Zac Efron, yeah. Good call, Chris. Yeah. You know dreamy body. Dreamy body. Dreamy body. It's like You've seen, you seen him in Bad Neighbours? Oh, my Lord. Ripped to shit? Crazily ripped to shit. Oh. More ripped than The Rock, who he's in co-starring in terms of, In terms of ripped or shredness, or shredded, actually. Shred factor. Yes, he is, because uh, The Rock is much bigger, but he's his muscles are much more toned and defined. Yeah, and The Rock's muscles are more in his arms aren't they yeah and, and uh, he's more why are we talking about muscles I this don't is weird you started it <laughs> let's watch Baywatch and just compare them on then yeah I hope there's a scene where they're just like standing on the beach which just trying to out flex each other trying to impress people a flex off yes that there has to be one of those scenes there probably will be yeah I don't know whether this is rated 15 or not because there's a few points where The Rock looks like he's going to swear, but because the trailer <laughs> I watched is green banned. So maybe there's some F-bombs being dropped. This isn't your granddaddy's Baywatch. The Hoff would be turning in his grave if he was dead, but he's not. Well, I was going to say, is he dead? Isn't no. the, uh, the normal Baywatch TV series, was that more of a serious thing then? 
I've, it was I've never super seen it. campy. The last thing I remember about the Baywatch TV series is, I think someone was stuck in a cave being attacked by a giant octopus. <laughs> it's my one defining memory of it. Yes. So we have to watch this. <laughs> it's it's campy, weird shenanigans in the Baywatch TV series, and this looks like it's going to be more of the same, but more of like the Twenty One Jump Street style comedy. Uh, Captain Underpants. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's a man who has a cape and white pants. It's an animated film. Yeah, sort of animated. Um, some kids hypnotise a head teacher into being a comic book hero called Captain Underpants. That's it. I only bring it up because of the title, Captain Underpants. <laughs> Wasn't it it's something before? This isn't the first Captain Underpants thing, is it? I don't know. Okay, and uh, there's another trailer, but it's out today, but because we're recording early... We <laughs> we it's haven't seen out, it out yet, the moment, yeah. which is the Justice League trailer. Now we have watched the twenty second teasers to build up the trailers. I missed one. Okay, which one did you miss? Wonder Woman. Uh, well, they don't really add anything, and I think the Wonder Woman one was she's standing wearing a white suit, and then she does the bracelet clappy thing again, and she holds up a shield, and that's pretty much it. Does it kick in with the Wonder Woman theme at all? No, it doesn't. Then there's no point in watching it. <laughs> it's got that weird uh, sort of guitar rift that all the mini oh, yeah. trailers have. Yeah, that's weird. I think they put it in there because I want to make this film of lighter tone because they got, they got a lot of uh, shit, as it were, for Batman vs Superman being too dark. Well, they got, a lot of, they got a lot of shit for a, a number of different reasons. Yes. Uh, from Batman v Superman. I don't think the Dark Tone was that specifically, but they do need a course correction, and Justice League may not be it. They may try and do what they did with Suicide Squad and try and lighten the tone with out-of-place music cues, like Queen and things like that. Oh, that trailer looked so good. But the the evolution of the Suicide Squad trailers, they started off really dark and melancholy, and then by the last one, it's all bright lights and Queen and a bunch of pop songs. Yeah, so what's going to happen to this the Queen? You've already got in the in the normal trailer, you got Batman and Wonder Woman having a little joke with did Aquaman say yes or not? No, you're going to be the big dark brooding the Dark Knight. Well, maybe he's flirting with Wonder Woman. Everyone knows she's going to do Superman. Is, is Henry Cavill confirmed to be in it? He will be in it. Yeah, because yeah. I saw a uh, the trailer. I watched the trailer again for Justice League and had some extra footage of behind the scenes filming. And in one scene, it's only for about three seconds. You can quite clearly see Henry Cavill standing there, dressed as Superman, chatting away to the director. He's not even got a bag over his head to disguise no, it. No, <laughs> he's standing there, painfully obvious <laughs> in his Superman outfit, minus the cape because the cape's obviously CG. Ah, uh, yeah. Not even a bag over his head would disguise that that's Superman. <laughs> I'll check at the end of the podcast to see if the trailer's out, but if it's not, then we'll just have to talk about it next week. Moving on to more news, Star Wars Rogue One is coming out on DVD in April, so in order to publicise that, uh, the Rogue One team have been spilling the beans, as it were, as to alternative endings for Rogue One. Uh, would you like to hear some of them, Chris? Okay, are these going to be included on the DVD? I'm Possibly? not sure whether they were filmed or whether they were just bandied about the writing room. 
Okay. Uh, I think some of them may have been filmed. Like there's a uh, one ending where everyone survives. They somehow manage to get off the planet in a ship. The whole Rogue One team. And then it's Vader that gives chase and blows up their ship. But they manage to escape in the escape pods and survive to fight another day. And I think I heard Krennic's death was meant to be different. He was going to survive the Death Star shooting its giant laser and blowing up half the planet. And he'd be saved by some death troopers, taken to Vader, and then Vader, unhappy with his handling of the whole Battle of Scarif, would choke him out with the Force. Uh, okay. Which, it would be incredible if if uh, Krennic could have survived the Death Star blast. And it's a good thing they did kill him there. One, it's quite symbolic that he was killed by his own creation. Two, it would have lessened the impact of the Death Star if he had managed to survive that thing. Yeah. Because in that whole film, you know when the Death Star shows up, there's they're, no, they're not space wizards. They've not got teleporting like they do in Star Trek and stuff. So you know when that thing shows up, <laughs> they're gonna die if you're not yeah if you're not on the other side of the planet you're gonna be atomized or off the planet if it's at full power yeah so would you have liked Rogue no. One if the characters had survived no because then I would have been like well what where are they in you know New Hope where the fuck's that because obviously they're gonna come back to finish a job and it would have left a huge plot hole okay so the loose ends tied yeah. up with everyone being plus murdered. made the film so depressing I liked it at the end but there was hope with CG layer. <laughs> yes. Actually, that was quite good. Um, did you know there is a sequel to Rogue One coming out, but only as a book? I know, I told you that. Did you? Yes, in the news mm. segment. This okay. is happening more and more. Okay. Even in real life. <laughs> okay. You'll just tell you? me things that I've told you. Did you know there's a new release of Days of Future Past out called... Is it the Rogue Cut? Oh, you do know. That came it. out yeah. ages ago. Oh, yeah, I only found out a few days ago of it. Chris... Leave the news to me. <laughs> Next bit of news. There was some concept art for Deadpool 2, which uh, showed Cable. And Cable looked suspiciously familiar. Ron uh, Perlman? No, Brad Pitt. You're joking. No. Uh, what? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> right, let me clarify. It just looked like Brad Pitt. It fueled rumours that Brad Pitt was involved i don't know whether it was just the concept art people just having a bit of fun but at the time of recording the guy that's front runner to play cable is michael shannon who played zod in man of steel uh what do you think about that i thought cables wouldn't be old well you can gray hair him and makeup and stuff if he does come in as zod is deadpool gonna poke fun he's gonna be like I heard you could fly once or something. He might do. They're not afraid to poke fun at DC. I mean, Ryan Reynolds has with Green Lantern, hasn't he? Yeah, so yeah. anything yeah. could happen. Maybe that was a hint since they, when they'd done the teaser for it and he's doing the Superman music. He's taking a piss out of Superman, isn't it, when he's trying to get changed in the uh, phone booth. Oh, you think that was a meta callback to? Yeah, it's basically, yeah, that's because the guy that played Zod's going to be Cable. And then have a similar thing happen in it. If that was the case, then it was the original Superman music. Yeah, Maybe the original Zod is playing Cable. Is he alive still? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Let's get off that road. But um, Zod, you're, you'd be okay? No. I want Ron Perman. I've been set on Ron Perman since it came out. 
Okay. Oh, Ron Perlman would be good. Is he not too old? No, of course not. He's like 70 now. That's the correct age. Whenever I see stuff of Cable, he's always really old. Oh, yeah, I know. But the thing is, you can make people look older than they are. And then if they're young enough, like uh, Michael, then they can still do their own stunts and things. The thing with Perlman, I know he's good for his age, but you don't really want him running around and stuff like that in loads of makeup and Maybe he wants to. I know he's stopped doing uh, Hellboy because the makeup and prosthetics for that word they really took their toll on him so well, have you seen Hellboy doing... <laughs> have you seen how much he has to get I know, put on that's what I'm saying and Cable's not to that level but again it's still a long time in the makeup chair for just sit there don't for you for Perlman yeah but still for uh, Hellboy it was like seven hours I'm not saying it would be that long for Cable but still it might he might be just going I'm going to slow things down. I'll just do things that don't involve me having to wake up ridiculously early and being strapped into hot latex things that I can't piss in and stuff like that. So, yeah, he could do, but I'm not sure whether he would do. I want Tom Cruise then. Not Brad Pitt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want Tom Cruise either. Right, moving on. Do you want, Chris, a Silver Sable and Black Cat spin-off film from Sony, the makers of the Venom solo film that we talked about last week? No. (laughs) I don't want Sony to do anything with these characters from Spider-Man. I want them to give them back to Marvel so we can have these in the future solo Spider-Man films. So a no? (laughs) Yes, no. Okay. Moving on then. You liked the uh, Assassin's Creed film, didn't you? Even though it was a stinking pile I'm of rubbish. I'm not going to be getting it. No, I'm not getting it. Oh, you're not getting it on DVD? I am not. You've come to my way of thinking. Is there going to be a sequel? Is that what you're going to tell me? There's a sequel. There's not a sequel. They're banding around the idea of doing a Netflix TV show of Assassin's Creed. That could work better. It could do, but it probably won't. Because <laughs> if they do it and they do what they did with the Fassbender film... And it's all primarily in the future, then... Do you mean present? The present future. Well, do we have mind gene time travel issues? Yes. It's the future. You just don't know about it. Because of the Illuminati. Duh. And the fact that all world leaders are reptiles. Yes. Both of those things canon in the Assassin's Creed universe. (laughs) Would you watch a Netflix Assassin's Creed film? Yes. Obviously, they know how bad the film done. Super bad! So they'll go, okay, what went wrong with Netflix series? With a much longer time to pace everything out. We can with build a much up longer better. time to spend in the future with characters that oh, nobody cares say. about <laughs> and ignore all the cool action things that they won't do. No, I reckon they could do better. I'll give it a watch, yeah. I will not. <laughs> Last bit of uh, news. Well, it's not news. I've watched all of the Iron Fist uh, series. Uh, I'll give you... Do you want my opinion? I know it doesn't matter, but... Bit shit. (laughs) No, it's on a par with Luke Cage. Which is a bit shit. Well, you've not watched it, so you can't. But you've told me it's not... I know. Luke Cage isn't as good as Jessica Jones. I thought Jessica Jones was a bit underwhelming. Yeah, but it's good for TV superhero stuff. It's not Gotham, which is absolute rubbish. And it's better than... Uh, is it better than Flash? 
It's probably better uh-huh. than Flash. It's a lot gorier and, and uh, punchy, crunchy, and less drawn out than the Flash and Agents of Shield and Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, so it's 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 as good as uh, superheroes on TV get. Really, because I thought Daredevil was really good. Yeah, but it's it's not up there. But it's better than some of the other crap that's going around on TV. Uh, it just doesn't stand up to Daredevil. But Iron Fist, there are some good episodes uh, where he finds some colourful uh, ninja assassin type characters. Power Rangers? Not Power Rangers. <laughs> just because I said colourful. They're colourful ninjas. Teenage Ninja Mutant Ninja Turtles? I said teenage. <laughs> <laughs> they're green. Green is a colour. Do you know they wear many... bandanas. Yeah, and then ninjas. The purple bandana. There you go, then. Yeah. No, it's good. Uh, it picks up uh, towards the middle, and when a certain character shows up that I won't spoil. Something that's been in something in the other series. Yes, where you'll you might know them when you see them. When when someone is it the old Chinese lady? How did you I know? know? Right, <laughs> because when I was going through YouTube, one of my recommended videos was Iron Fist. Whatever the guy's name is versus Madam So and So. I didn't watch Gow. it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. So I know that's gonna happen. Yeah, okay. So when she turns up, uh the action really takes her uh, it off, changes it? gear. Oh my yeah. lord. Uh it's it's solid. Don't let people say, Oh, it's not as good as Daredevil. Not many things are as good as Daredevil because so Daredevil is pretty good. But it is good considering all the other shit that's out there. I would rather watch Iron Fist than Gotham or any any other random shit. I'd rather watch Iron Fist than Fantastic. I think anybody would rather watch <laughs> anything than Fantastic. We'll, we'll do a proper full-length podcast on Iron Fist once. Okay. We've got the rest of the Netflix things out of the way, which we're doing Daredevil Season 2 uh, today, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, we would have done Life, but I forgot it came out this week, and I'm not particularly well, so I don't want to go to the cinema and infect everyone with the plague. No, so but you just infect me, don't you? Just you. You're fine. You only go to work after this. <coughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <coughs> Help. I've killed him. Excellent. My 112-episode plan of murdering Chris has finally worked. Uh, so... Daredevil Season 2. Where do you want to start, Chris? Characters? Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Electra. Okay. I found her annoying. I felt she got in the way. She didn't help the episodes along. In sharp contrast to The Punisher, I thought he was incredible. Right. I thoroughly enjoyed his entire run, and I cannot wait for his spin-off. Not spin-off, but his own series. Yeah, I think that's coming out sometime next year, because we're getting The Defenders later this year. Uh, I think... Right, I think both of them were well used, sort of, because they kind of have to share this one season of Daredevil with each other and with Daredevil. So you could have made a series about Daredevil encountering the Punisher and done a whole 13-episode arc with that, and the same with Elektra. You could have done a whole 13 episodes uh, with them. But there is a lot going on in in this series they don't have the luxury of having wasted episodes because they have to cram in electro they have to cram in punisher and the hand and all that mystical stuff and stick 
and Foggy and Karen's individual story arcs as well. So there's a lot going on. Uh, I can understand, but I think Electra was was okay given where she's come from. She's Sticks puppet in this war uh, against the Hand, which are a group of mystical ninjas. But we'll get into more. Uh, who who else shows up? Fisk Kingpin uh, shows up in prison. What did you think of his couple of episodes with uh, the Punisher? Who, I like them. Yeah, uh, the Punisher goes into prison after he's captured in in an episode. Matt Murdock tries to save him from prison, but he goes crazy and he goes, "No, I know what I did," and starts shouting in court, "I am the Punisher." But you know, more John Bernthal than more aggressive, more Punisher. Like. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed his prison fight, uh, Mister Kingpin. Kingpin, not King Ping, as you King say. Ping. <laughs> Add it to the list of words you can't say. Mr. Ping King. <laughs> Did you like how cerebral Kingpin was in using the Punisher as a pawn so he can take control of the prison and make his life there more luxurious? Yeah, well, he, seemed, he didn't seem to be much of a uh, crybaby in this series, which was nice because I was getting fed up with his whining and bitching in the first series and Matt Murdock why are you destroying my criminal empire I think my dear fa- devil <laughs> why are you punching me in the face I dare you to do that to him he'll probably destroy you but breaking um, <laughs> I think my favourite prison scene was when um he sends the Punisher to kill someone I can't remember for what reason he sends him to kill the current kingpin or leader of the uh the big boss of the prison so he locks him in a uh, this uh, corridor of uh, prison cells. A Punisher goes up to him wanting information about who the blacksmith is. Because the blacksmith is, if you don't know the Punisher, his family are killed in a, a mob hit that has gone wrong. They're meant to be drug dealing, but everyone gets a bit nervous when this dealer, the blacksmith, doesn't show up. And then they all think, oh my god, it's a sting! And then they all turn on each other and in the crossfire, Punisher's family are all murdered. And this sends Frank Castle over the edge. So he's in prison, he wants that information. And then he goes apeshit with shivs and all sorts of crazy weapons when Kingpin turns on him and goes, it was nice doing business with you, but now you're going to have to die. And he opens the cells and all of the prisoners get out and go, hey, that's that guy that... <laughs> Why do the prisoners <laughs> talk like this? I don't know. Uh, that's that That's that guy that fucked up everyone. Let's kill him. And, and then, then he just fucks them all up. Exactly. And it's beautiful. It is super violent. Super action-packed. There are a load of good action sequences in this, and that is one of them. Uh, the stair fight in episode three. Did you like that? That's when Daredevil's taking the unconscious Punisher, isn't he? He puts him in the lift or something and sends him down. Yeah, that's right. And then Mm -hmm. Daredevil sees these... I think they're the Dogs of Hell gang. They're harassing this old guy who wants to know why they're there. And then they start beating on him and Daredevil goes, Okay then, I'm going to have to save this guy. And then I have to take the stairs and go all the way down through this whole biker gang and he does and it's something to behold 
better it looks or, exhausting. I did, yeah. I got a little bit dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that that shot where uh, I don't know how much prep that must have taken where is following him down the stairs and it's turning and turning. Oh, it's a one continuous shot, isn't it? Yes, sort of mirroring what they did in the first season yeah. with the hallway fight. I'd give the edge to the hallway fight just because the camera being in one place and having a long view of the corridor made it clearer to see what was going on. Whereas in the stair fight, there were some parts where Daredevil was too close and you couldn't see all the punchy, crunchy stuff. But yeah, they are two of the best fight scenes that have been on Netflix uh, in the in the series. Uh, anything to add to that? Any other sequences that stand out? I like the, uh, from series one and series two, Daredevil's fights against the ninja dude who was set on fire and then came back to life. And Nobu. That's it. The villain of the piece, yes. He obviously took our advice from uh, season one. Survived being set on fire uh, using our advice, didn't he? So, see, our podcast does work. Mm-hmm. He chose to be an immortal ninja man. So Exactly. Uh, that reveal with Nobu being... Well, we know Nobu's involved with the hand. Yeah. Uh, were you shocked when Nobu suddenly returned? I can't remember. <laughs> it's been, I haven't watched it in so long, but uh, I'm guessing I must have been, because the only thing I knew about Series 2 of Daredevil uh, when I started watching it was the Punisher was going to be in it. I don't think I even knew that Elektra was meant to be in it. Oh, no, I found that Elektra was in it as we were starting the first episode. I think right. Ben told okay. me. Uh, so, Nobu, uh, as threats go... How credible was he? Was he more than uh, the Kingpin? I know Nobu shows up a lot later on and the threat is more the looming presence of this group, the Hand, the mystical ninjas, which even on their own without a leader, I think they were pretty scary because Daredevil can't see them because they've learned to... blind. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. But they've learned to... Uh, slow their heart rate. Yeah, so he can't hear. Them. But then he he starts picking up on the uh, their swords going through the air, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but then they adapt again and realise that he's tracing their swords through the air as they're being swung, and then they start uh, holstering them and start just beating him to death. So they're a foe that adapts and evolves, and that that's pretty sinister. And the fact that most of them are children, uh, and Electra doesn't care and slits one of their throats. That's pretty horrifying for Matt Murdock, anyway. I'm not bitch. sure if it's horrible for you. <laughs> or do no, you like that kind of... I'm not really bothered by it. <laughs> no, you're deadened. Some casual throat slitting. Oh, yes. You love a bit of casual throat slitting. Nobu, yeah. Uh, where does he rank in terms of, of villains? Second, maybe? Behind Earth Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, it's, it's no. serious. But. Um, I, I think as a uh, more of a physical confrontation threat, I would take him as the more uh, bigger problem against Kingpin or Kingpin. <laughs> sake. Well, uh, Kingpin, I, I get it. He's he's just big and he's got some boxing training. But yeah. Nobu is the leader of this master ninja group. And so if you if if had those two fights in just hand-to-hand... I would give it to Nobu or Nabu. No, Nobu, I, oh. I'd say. I don't know how you... Nabu know. is a planet, a planet. in Star yeah, Wars. I know. Ninja guy, because he's got that blade thing on the chain, hasn't he? Yeah. So if he had that and 
Mr. Fisk had, I don't know, a dumbbell or something. <laughs> or even a knife. Just a pipe. Yeah, anything other than a gun. I think even if he had a gun, uh, Ninja Dude would still win. Yeah, because, again, Fisk, he doesn't usually get his hands dirty. Uh, but when he does, it's more out of rage and stuff. And exactly, Nobu's... so he doesn't think clearly when he's doing it. Yeah. Whereas uh, Ninja Dude's going to be like... I'm going to duck here, weave here, I'm going to backflip here, I'm going to make a joke about being bored here and slap his head and all this lot. Whereas Fisk is like, I want to be the Hulk, but I can't be. Headbutt. If yeah. a headbutt doesn't work, that's it. It's my whole I'm fighting style options. gone. Yeah. And in both fights, in season one and season two, where Daredevil goes toe-to-toe with Nobu, he has some difficulty because in season one, he's not got the armor-plated suit. So when Nobu brings out his knife on a chain, he's cut to pieces. And that episode is him basically being treated by uh, Claire Temple, Rosario Dawson, Night Nurse, uh, and just reliving the beating that he took at the hands of Nobu. And even in this, in the end fight, it's him and Elektra going up against Nobu. And at one point, Nobu has the upper hand and would have killed him if Elektra hadn't intervened and sacrificed herself which we'll get onto a little bit later uh but then he does sort of fueled by rage and with the new gadget that he gets the grappling hook uh baton which is lifted straight out from the comics he does manage to uh, defeat nobu sort of kind of doesn't the punisher get involved as well he's from he shoots somebody doesn't he from a distance yeah he shoots nobu's henchman with yeah. a with a sniper rifle so yeah nobu he's he's a scary physical threat yeah uh not as interesting or as complicated as kingpin that's because he's like he's down with it isn't he? he's like i find my inner peace i know <laughs> rage on the outside whereas i know i'm a crazy ninja <laughs> whereas mrs fisk is more like a, oh you don't have this bottle of wine and i want going flashing back to his childhood where he's living with angry parents or whatever back to present he's just like the rage is building and the blades come out of his hands and he's like no you can't do that no but kingpin's more complex and he's a whiny baby no because he's got things that he cares about he in his own twisted way he cares about hell's kitchen and he cares about uh his lady friend veronica I, is yeah that her name? the, the art lady the art lady, I yeah. I don't know. Somebody who Matt threatens to uh, get deported because I don't think she's not American, is she? No, uh, she's escaped America uh, at the end of season two. Mm. Kingpin tells her to leave because uh, Kingpin has to break out of prison and he's going to meet her. And in their meeting in season two where Matt is... He knows Kingpin has orchestrated uh, the Punisher's escape from prison and he wants answers. He wants to know where Frank's gone and Matt, he takes it one step too far and he's in Kingpin's yard in prison and he goes if if you don't help me with this then I will make sure that uh, your lady friend is never allowed back into the US because if she does come back I'll show that she was complicit in what you're up to and she'll go to prison and then Kingpin flips out and beats the shit out of a blind man <laughs> so the thing is, yeah, so Matt, it must have really annoying because as he's getting beaten up, he's thinking, I could fight back. And he might be able to defend himself, but he can't because it looks suddenly weird if he starts blocking all of his shots. Yeah. Like, well, on, you're meant to be blind. What the fuck are you doing? 
He'd put that to, together then, Kingpin, because he's not stupid, is he? Oh, well, yeah, so it was even worse because he just literally had to just take the beating yeah. as if he was truly blind. That scene is bookended by Kingpin's heart rate. Did, did you notice there's a thumping? And both before and after the conflict, Kingpin is stone-cold calm. And that violent outburst doesn't seem to affect him. But it visibly shakes up Murdoch. I should think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that scene shows that Kingpin's a, still a, a terrifying monster threat, even behind bars. So, anyone else that stands out you want to talk about character-wise? Or should we get on to surviving some bits and pieces? Yeah, I couldn't, nobody else springs to mind just at the moment. Okay, uh, then deaths? Deaths. That's what we're all here for. Yes, well... I've got a few. Uh, I should think so. <laughs> the fucking Punisher is in this. I know. Oh, he kills so many people. The Irish people he kills? That's he kills bikers? Is that the first... That's the opening scene, isn't it, of the first it's, episode? It's very early on, isn't it? And mm. he murders a bunch of people. Uh, but no, let's... Uh, we'll get into the Punisher getting his revenge. So his arc throughout this uh, series is him trying to tack down the blacksmith who is the drug dealer that's responsible for his family all being murdered. And it turns out that the blacksmith is actually his old commander or general. He's the leader of his uh, old platoon when he was back in the army. And Frank Castle saved this man from being killed. And he saved the whole platoon from being murdered by uh, fighters in Iraq or wherever they were. So he repays him by becoming a drug lord and accidentally causing the death of all of his, his family. Dick, move! Yeah, well, he didn't mean to kill his family, did he? It no. was just a, it was an undercover police thing, didn't he? Like he said, someone got spooked, so they drew guns and fired. Yeah. And it was kind of the police's fault because they didn't evacuate the park because they thought it'd be suspicious. Yeah, this is why it was all covered up, wasn't it? Because it, was, uh, it was a big police fuck-up. Yeah, the DA didn't want her job being in jeopardy but she ended up being killed anyway by i think it was by the the commander or by the blacksmith but they made it look like the punisher yeah i think that's what he was doing he was trying to frame the punisher because he knew that frank was getting closer and closer to finding out the truth of who the blacksmith was and karen page who sort of transitions from the secretary at Nelson and Murdoch into being a reporter also finds out that the blacksmith was his old commander and the commander clocks on that she knows takes her hostage and asks her to drive to his murder shed out in the forest which is where he keeps all of these uh, high-tech military weapons uh, but the punisher also knows where he's going saves Karen and Karen sort of pleads with him going You don't have to be this guy, Frank. You don't have to be the man that murders everyone. Frank ignores her, as the Punisher is wanting to do, takes uh, the commander, the blacksmith, into the shed. And the blacksmith, I think, I can't remember his name, but I think he's played by the guy that always voices Lex Luthor in the DC (laughs) animated cartoons. I think it's him. Yeah. Because he's got a very distinct, oh, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Lex Luthor sound anything like that? My impression is bad, but I think that's him. Do you reckon? Uh, yeah, mm. I'd, I'd have to check, but I'm I'm pretty sure. But yeah. Interesting. Uh, he's he's taunting Frank going, oh, look, it's like a 
Kidna chocolate shop. You've got so many things you can kill me with. A hammer, a chainsaw. Oh, Frank just pulls out his own handgun and shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah, no torture scene. Were you disappointed? We know you like a torture scene. I wanted the shirt off, onto the car battery, the clamps on the nipples, <laughs> onto the wet sponge. I wanted it to be shocking. I didn't wanted him to be whipped. I wanted it to turn into an 18 rated. Torture Paul. Yeah. <laughs> you disgust me, Chris. The uh, Punisher took that shed at the end, doesn't he? It's it like his Punisher cave. Well, he, he raided the shed of all like the high-tech guns and stuff. Oh, see, so he's not going to go back there in his own series. No, he's got what he wanted. He's got the body armor and the mini Where's well, he going to keep it all, though? He's going to just rent out a flat and just build a secret Punisher cave. No, I think well, he'll have a Punisher van, like he sort of did in this, but then the Punisher van blows up. A Punisher van. Will he drive around with the Punisher logo on it, giving out cards, leaving them under windscreen wipers, like what happened to my car twice at the fucking cinema? Yeah, need the services of a of a psychotic man. Got somebody who bumped into you in the street. I'll slit their throat for you. Does he need punishment? Did he did he do a bad pun? I'm the Punisher. I'll send him to the penitentiary. I'm sorry, those puns were bad. I need puns. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying pun in front of everything. Pun, you need... No, that one doesn't no, work. terrible. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think he'll have the... I think it'll be like the other one who, who'll just have a black van with a bunch like of that. guns and shit in, in it. Okay. So, uh, survival tips for the blacksmith. Don't be a drug lord. Yeah, the fuck. <laughs> if you If you... If you've you've come out of the military, you've had I'm guessing what was a successful career because you kind didn't, of you didn't die. He didn't die, but he did get kind of disgraced because Frank did have to pull his ass out of the fire. Well, there you go. But then I don't see what kind of drug lord. Become like pizza delivery guy or something. <laughs> become a pizza lord. Yeah, just become um low key, uh, not low key like low a low key low key. Okay. And um yeah, just stay down. If you want to do some drug dealing, be one of the guys that. Does minor drug dealing like to Malcolm or Jessica Jones? Minor drug dealing. <laughs> you sell a bit of weed, you do a little bit of heroin. Not the big major guys who are moving about 15,000 That's still bags punishable of coke by the Punisher. But if he's moving just the small drugs, he wouldn't have been the blacksmith, and this entire thing with the Punisher's family wouldn't have gone down in the first place. Okay, so keep your drug lord ambitions low key. Yeah, and have another, you know, a day job, so obviously you can distance yourself from it, saying, I don't need a drug deal, I work down at PC World. Maybe you'll get really good at working down PC World and you won't have to deal drugs. Yeah, until you realise there is no PC World in America and you've actually just been dealing drugs more because you've been high. <laughs> oh no! These computers are drugs! <laughs> this tablet's actually heroin! Oh dear, that's no good. That's no good at all. Uh, who else dies? Lots of people die. Lots of people uh, die. <laughs> We'll skip straight to the end and Electra dies. We kind of touched on that earlier on. She's killed when Nobu... Uh, no, right. Nobu believes that Electra is this thing called the Black Sun. I don't know what it is. I think it's more of a one of the Ham's legends because uh, the Hand is quite mystical and, and stuff like that. So there's loads of legends surrounding the Hand and things like that. So I think... I don't think she does anything particularly... Uh, world destroying so I don't think if they get the black hand that it, it's like a nuclear bomb or something I think it's more of a symbolic thing I don't uh, know that they want Electra. I th- think she can I be a bomb I think there's more to it 
purely because of what happens to her after her death, which obviously we'll discuss once we discuss the death. Yeah, so she takes on a bunch of ninjas. Nobu separates her and Daredevil on this roof. She's surrounded by ninjas, and he goes after Daredevil with his chain and tries to murder him, but she breaks free of all the ninjas and then jumps in front of uh, the knife when Nobu's about to stab Daredevil, and that's what finishes her off. What do you suggest? Throw one of your knives at Nobu. Although she might have dropped them at this don't point. Don't get involved. Why? why? Why would she? Kill the to ninjas. Save Matt Murdock. Oh, fuck him. Kill the ninjas. <laughs> Nobody fucks Charlie Cox. <laughs> Leave him alone. If she killed the ninjas, she could have just left because she's rich, isn't she? She is minted. Yes, but she so wants to leave with Matt. Yeah, but because they got a whole plan. Yeah, but he's not going to leave, is he? Yes, because they have a whole heart to heart. No, because nobody even... else gets me that I have to be a devil. If he, even if she had survived and um, they win, and Matt's like, "Oh, we can go now," or Electra's like, "Oh, we can go," as soon as they try to leave, Matt would just be like, "But it's Hell's Kitchen," <laughs> and he'd look up at a gargoyle in a church, and it would do like it'd be like the middle of the day, sunny, and then it would thunder, and then loads of rain would come down. And he'd take his glasses off and he'd go, Hell needs a devil. <laughs> and then it would just end like that. Hell needs a devil. Yes. I'm surprised I haven't used that line. That's a great line. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it's not great. So what do you think the Black Sun is then? She's in a giant pot. A cooking pot. I reckon they're going to resurrect her like they did with... Uh... Nobu and yeah, she's been resurrected in the comics. Exactly. So, so that's and I no reckon when stretch. they resurrect her, she will come up with some sort of uh, not immortality, but something along those lines where you know the average thing like a knife or a bullet won't kill her. Kind of like how Nobu is immortal because Nobu's yeah. been set on fire. Exactly. He's something... been chucked off buildings and yeah. balconies. Something similar to that, and I reckon they will be able to control her and there'll just be something else I, I don't know the full thing but she'll come back and she'll have some sort of uh, power I think she might be reborn and then they kind of brainwash her or something like that to get them onto their side of the hand because I don't want to give anything away from Iron Fist Iron Fist does some good world building particularly around the hand I think something similar to what happens in that will happen in this and she'll be one of the new generals of the hand and because she's she's a pretty skilled fighter i mean she takes down a bunch of ninjas and she could probably take daredevil in a in a fight uh because she's been trained by she's been trained by stick uh so was daredevil yeah but she's been trained longer because she's stuck around with stick but daredevil's blind and, and she's willing to go that extra mile like stickers and kill people but he has the suit <laughs> And it has armour on it. He takes a gunshot to the head. <laughs> yes, but Electra's also got a suit now as well. Oh, she's got uh, some <laughs> shitty suit it is. It's fucking sucked. <laughs> uh, oh, Gladiator's in this, the suit maker. Did you like him? I don't know anything about him, so... Yeah. Oh, did you like the stilt man costume in the background? The stilt man? Yes. What's that? It's a it's stilt man. It's self-explanatory. It's a daredevil villain, and he's got a suit that allows him to shoot out stilts so he's really tall why the fuck was that there because gladiator's obviously making it also gladiator's costume is like two chainsaws what <laughs> none of this makes do any you, sense do you want to see matt murdoch fight a man with two chainsaws of course 
Do you want to see Matt Murdock fight a man on stilt? Yes, who doesn't? <laughs> That's what the defenders are building to. Stilt man is the ultimate villain in that. I like it. Excellent stuff. No, I was going to do a sweet segue into stick murdering people. I'll do it now. Stick okay. murders Nobu after Matt chucks him off a building. Uh, Nobu, his eyes open. And we're like, holy shit, he's back. Is anyone going to ever stop this crazy ninja? Yes, an old blind man stabs him through the chest and then decapitates him. Is that the only way to kill somebody who's been brought back? Yes, it is. It's confirmed in other ones, but again, I don't want to spoil it. Wow, spoilers, because now I know that's how it gets confirmed in Iron Fist. Or Luke Cage. Maybe Luke Cage has to decapitate someone. Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Who's going to have to do with the ninjas and this shit? It's also going to be Iron Fist. Luke Cage is more going to be brawling in the streets because... No, he could fight a ninja. <laughs> I don't know, because he, his new bar or something doesn't go down too well. No, yeah, it's, it's in it's in Iron Fist that it gets explained, but he's in Nobu's gone now, for, for good. Uh, did you like his death? Did you like his CG head decapitation? I can't remember it. Was it CG? <laughs> Was it really bad? No, they actually chopped the head off the real actor. I didn't, it could have That's been prosthetic. Why he's never been seen prosthetic. Since. <laughs> no, it was CG. Yeah, the CG CG head. Uh, okay, I can't remember it. To be okay. honest. Okay. Uh, could you survive Nobu being decapitated? Yeah, open your eyes earlier. <laughs> if you opened them earlier, you would have seen Stick. Because Stick wouldn't have seen him. <laughs> Stop making blind jokes. <laughs> Poor then, Stick. Then what's his name again? Nobu. I keep saying Nabu. Don't say Nabu. Nabu would have jumped up, would have got his blade thing, would have been like, hey, Stick, you want to fight? And his Stick would have been like, yeah, and he would have been like, Stick, turn around and behind you. What? <laughs> oh, you crazy. <laughs> I like it. And then they would have had a little fight, and then he would have escaped. And I liked him. I would have liked him to be in. Uh, unfortunately, they're going to resurrect the wrong character. Electra. Yep. No, well, I don't share your disdain for Electra, but... I, it's not disdain. It's just... Just found her an annoyance. I, I find I, you an annoyance. I didn't get. I, I don't know. I just didn't get on with this this version of her. But you got on well with the other version in the in the film. Not really. <laughs> you, you don't like Electra. I yet I yet to have a version of Electra who I uh, who you like and appreciate. Chris, I've just looked. The Justice League trailer isn't out yet. Uh, so let's not hang around. That's the end of the show. We'll talk about the Justice League trailer next week i'm still refreshing it's not there okay it's gone then and the show what's uh, we got nothing left to talk about and you've got to go to work in a few minutes so you won't thank me if you're late for work no i shall not (laughs) end the show okay then you have been listening to we could survive that your weekly survival guide to the netflix originals tv series if you want to get in touch, you can email at wecouldsurvive.gmail.com, find us at Twitter at wecouldsurvive, and the podcast itself is on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, etc. Well, if you're listening to this bit, you've, you've found us. Tell people that haven't found us where we are. Yeah. That'll be top stuff. Uh, next week, you want to do Ghost in the Shell? I'd like to do Ghost in the Shell. I wouldn't, but there we go. We, we Why? What's, r- what's wrong with Ghost in the Shell? <laughs> oh, we'll see what's wrong with it when we watch it, so... <laughs> Why are you going to such negative views? I hate everything. Maybe things will be different next week, but I'm poorly, so I hate everything. Okay. (laughs) That's it. Bye. (laughs)